in the mind. The Bible says, be ye renewed uh, by the renewing of your mind. But until the spirit of the word and the life of the word become part of the spirit of your mind, there will be no change in your life. You know the word, but until the spirit of that word and the life of the word become part of your life, then it will bring about a change. And only the Holy Ghost can manifest the spirit and the life of the word. It's not a human being living. We only shall go to heaven. There's no book. There's no type of teaching. There's nothing a human being can do to manifest the spirit and the life of the word of God. Only the Holy Ghost. The Bible said, Jesus said, there's one I'm going to send, and he is called the Holy Ghost. When he come, when he come, not when Dr. Betty come, not when Minister Thompson come, when he come, he's going to teach you all things. When he come, he's going to bring all things to your remembrance. Not Dr. Betty. Well, Not Minister what? Evangelist what? Said he. The Holy Ghost. When he comes. I'm going to say it over and over. I understand this now. We had been expecting the pastor, the teacher, the seminar, the books to change us. We got books after books after books and still remain the same. Because no, the Bible does not say when this book comes, come on now. When seven steps come, it will change you. We can, uh, there's nothing wrong with going to seminar, but your purpose should be going to change. Amen. Because you can examine your life. All what we know. And all the places that we've been, yeah. all the teaching that we said on it, mm -hmm. and look at your life, you still remain the same. Come on, wow. You change for a season. Wow. Then you're back to that same old you doing the same old thing. So today, <laughs> I'm teaching on it. I'm following leading up the Holy Spirit because you know it's not about betting. It's about God's people getting a clear understanding so you would know it's in my ballpark. Yes, yes, yes. It's up to me to change. I can't say that Dr. Bailey is not teaching, right? So a lot of times we say, well, if I didn't get nothing out in church. Uh-uh. You didn't put nothing in, so how can you get anything out? So we need to straighten out our thinking. For so many years we've been thinking, if I get in a word church, I know I'm going to do better. Get in a word church, the same old you. Because only the Holy Ghost, only the Holy Ghost can teach you and manifest the spirit and the life of the word. And he manifests the spirit and the life of the word through trials, tests, 
in different circumstances because he knows exactly what trial that I need to develop me. So what I need to develop me, I can't teach it to you and tell you you're going to do the same way because my personality, my makeup is completely different. So I cannot take my experience and put it on you and you cannot step my experience and expect the same results. This is the same way I cannot get saved. God is your personal Savior. Okay, so. Well, today, praise God, we're teaching on grieving. Grieving, oh my, my, my. The Holy Spirit. Grieving the Holy Spirit. Do you not know that you can grieve the Holy Spirit? Just about all of us are guilty of grieving the Holy Spirit. The one that was sent to teach you, to lead you, to guide you, to manifest everything that God said that we are to have. It is the Holy Spirit that manifests the promises of God. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, I read this part, says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit. Meaning that he can be grieved by the way we live. Right. Wow. And we're going to teach on this for a while because a lot of things that I'm going over that grieve the Holy Spirit. You might make a, I'm not going to say you're going to make a hundred. You're going to lying in the pulpit. But <laughs> nobody can make a hundred over the things that God has given me in the in this Bible that grieves the Holy Spirit not good. So we shouldn't have the habit. Shouldn't grieve him. He's the one that's going to help you. Say, uh, you can read the whole thing, brother. Verse 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Now you notice this time he said grieve not the Holy Spirit. Say so the Holy Spirit is of God. So I want you to know that. It's of God. Because God and the Holy Spirit are one. We all know that. We've been over that. We grieve the Holy Spirit when we do not use the name of Jesus to cast out demons and principality and evil spirit. We grieve the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit knows that you have been given a name that is above every name. You've been given the name of Jesus and invested in Jesus' name all the power in heaven and earth has been given unto him and you stand around and allow that demon to push you around. When you have been given the name of Jesus, we grieve the Holy Spirit when we allow demons and principalities and power to rule us. When we've been given the name that is above every name, and we have the power of greater, our power in us is greater than any power yeah, in the universe. Yeah. And we have this power invested in the name of Jesus, and we allow the devil to push us around, allow the devil to take us down into hotel hell, allow the devil to get. And all the time the Holy Spirit is 
you sit around and complain on what the devil is doing. Yeah. I'm grieved. It grieves my heart to know what my 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 what the Jesus went through to get me here. See, I, I was sent here. But the Bible said, Jesus said, I will pray to the Father. And the Father will real shout, will send you another comforter in my name. He said, I'm here because Jesus wanted me to be here. I'm here to help you. I'm here to manifest everything that God said that you ought to have and want you to be. And he given you the name of Jesus to use. Not to just have it, to use. You ain't going to use that name in heaven. He said, behold, I give it unto you power. He said he grieved when we 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 do not bound. So whatsoever you what bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. But instead of using the name of Jesus, we talk about the problem. We we talk about the problem. And look, some problem you do not need to pray about. You need to exercise your authority in the name of Jesus. Everything. Well, let's pray about it. No end is a devil. You have to know this 10, 15 different types of prayer I taught on that years ago. All of this don't mean every prayer is for a different situation. But we just use my pray about it. Pray for me. I'm going, if you're going through something, apparently the devil is on your trail. And if you're going through something, the Holy Spirit knows what you are going through. Why can't you use the name of Jesus and, and cast that spirit down? Pull down that imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. But instead of that, we bellyache. The Holy. I can understand why it would grieve the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit know why God sent him and what it cost Jesus to get him here on earth. It wasn't easy. It cost a price to get him. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus prayed a dear price yes, to make it possible that you and I could stand against the devil. Yes, yes. He got a lot to invest all the power in heaven and earth in his yes. name. They give us to give us, to use, to use, to use that name. Because he knows it's a demon, a principality, problem, situation out there, and you need this name. That's why Jesus said, I'm going to make sure that they have every weapon. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. With all the power that they need to succeed, to be more than a conqueror. Lord, have mercy. That's why I call them. Nay, in all these things, all these things, you are still more than a conqueror. He's based on what he has invested in us. Yes. Not only did he give us his name and fill us with the Holy Spirit, our body is now his dwelling place. Yes. Not only that, sir. 2 Corinthians, I think it's first thing, the second Corinthians 2 16 say that we now have the mind of Christ. Yes. Everything that we need. There's no justification for me to live a defeated life. No, I can't even justify myself for being weak. The Bible says, let the weak say that they are strong. He said, finally, my brethren, 
Be strong in the Lord and the power, not your power, and the power of his power. His power dwell in each one of us. Yes, yes, yes. That's why the Bible says this generation. It's a this generation. It's without excuse. No excuse for your weakness. It, it don't say that I'm trying. How can you try? <laughs> I'm trying. Doing the best I can. It's not in your Bible. That's just an excuse that you use to keep on sinning. Lord, know my heart. <laughs> that is one of the biggest strict the devil could ever put in a Christian life. He know me. Oh, he, he already, he know your downsides. He know your private. He know every sin. He know your action. He know your attitude. He know everything. No, you forgot he's not not present. There's not a location that he is not in. I would say he, he, he sees everything at the same time. He's in the same place at the same time. He knows everything. Everything about you. He know what you planning to do tomorrow. He know whether it's evil or good. Everything. He know all. Oh my God. And I'm so glad he knows everything about me because he can help me. Yeah. God. We grieve the Holy Spirit when we do not pull down strongholds. See, a stronghold is a lie that Satan established in your mind. And it becomes a stronghold and you believe that lie. The devil play with your mind with that. And God called him a stronghold. He's controlling your mind, controlling your action, controlling how you respond to life. And God said, okay. Paul said, no, I walk in the flesh. But you know what? For my wife and my warfare are not flesh to weapon, but they are mighty through God. Hey! Lord, I'm pulling down a stronghold. Mm -hmm. Casting down imagination. And every hard thing that he thought itself against the knowledge of God. Do we use that weapon? No, we rather talk about, oh, now the devil's busy. I told you, ever come to me and tell me that the devil's busy. So that means you, you, you guilty because you're giving him work. Oh, How you get all that work? Some jobs now is hard to come back. <laughs> yeah, you know the devil. You know the devil. See, death and life. Yeah. Other in the power of our tongue, yeah. how much do we realize that? It grieves the Holy Spirit for a believer to stand up and speak so much death in a situation, so much death and expect life. And all the time, the Holy Spirit knows. You know that the Bible, they taught you that death and life are in the power of your tongue. But you continue speaking death, but you want life. Every word that a believer speaks out of his mouth, it's important to God. Because yeah. every word has some meaning. Yes. And have the power to fulfill itself. Yes. I mean, God, look, definitely I'm saying power, how point is that? He's full, lifting him for eight, I think, or seven. He said,
said, uh, be careful for nothing. And he tells us, think on things that are pure, things that are loving, things that are just. That is why that's the Holy Ghost job is to build God's character in us. Amen. Wow. Wow. That's why it grieves him. Yes. But we do not give him the opportunity to do what he was sent to do. Yes. Right away. Come on, Dr. But I, I, I was sent to help you. And he doesn't have to stand back and watch you suffer. Come on, that grieved him. It had to. Watch a born again believer not on and he dwell in you and your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is from God, which is in us, and your body is the temple of the Spirit of God, and they dwelling in you 24-7, and they have to set their right the outside of you being tormented. Lord, have mercy. They have to grieve them. They're watching you. They're living in you. And you speaking negative words out of your mouth. It grieved them. Well, all the time, this woman, this man, knowing that his body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, that he has supernatural power, she has supernatural power. I give them everything Jesus promised to go back and father and father. I give them everything that I can give. There's nothing else I can go back and give them to make them succeed. I have given them everything. What are they looking for? There's nothing else I can give you, brother. You have everything you need to live a victorious life. Why would I tell you to be an overcomer and I know it's impossible for you to overcome anything? I already made you that. I set the weapons and the power that you need to overcome life. You have to make the choice. That's one thing God will not do. He will not make the choice for you. He will tell you what to choose. He said, you choose life. I'm telling you what to do, but I will not choose it for you. He said, let a man be forever sweated in his own mind. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Oh, preacher, nobody can make you become fully persuaded. It's only you. That's right. You, 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 you be renewed. You renew your own mind. That's that look. That's a woman pastor in their grave today. Trying to renew people's mind, trying to make you live holy, trying to make you do right. And I always say they preach till they fall out of the pulpit with a heart attack and you sin the more. The more they holler and scream, the more you sin. Jesus. We cannot stop you from sinning. We can tell you what sin would do. Sin will send you to hell. Sin will cause you to live a life of destruction. But we cannot stop you. I preach and preach and preach and preach. Are you going to hell? But do we consider that? And then one he prepared different. Maybe if I teach on this, they'll change. He teach on that, you still won't change. The Bible said, maybe I play some music, they'll change. The Bible doesn't put the word said, I play music, you wouldn't sing. I did all of this, and you still wouldn't change. Seminar, you wouldn't say, teacher on retreat, you still wouldn't change. I did everything. Why? That's not going to change you. Only the Holy Ghost. Only the Holy Ghost. I know it now. Only the Holy Ghost can save you. That's why I do not bother with people like you said up all you want to, but nothing I can do about it will tell you what the word would do. Amen. I mean, I'm waiting on they go to outreach, they send it so. So. So, can I stop you from sinning? No. 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 Ain't no preacher in the world. All that thing a preacher can do is first 
with himself and get upset with you. And that's wrong. Okay. But when you come belly aching crying, ain't nothing that he can do still. Yeah, pray for me that God, I can pray. I prayed for you before that God stopped you from sin, he didn't stop. What make you think I can pray for you and God gonna bless you? <laughs> But the only time you want prayer with hell and broken loose in your house, you can't even see your way out. Nah, you believe in prayer. Oh, come on now. <laughs> no, you really don't believe in prayer. That's just a, 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 what you call it? Just trying to get a release in the natural release. You're really in your spirit. That's why you still struggle with life. People can pray and wash you down with all and grease you up and use all the oil in the church. All will not change you. Leave out of here dripping in. All that grease is still going to sit with all that oil on you. Still saying. And that was wondrous for Lord Jesus. Move me on, Lord, please. I know it's nothing but it's truth. And it for what? We need to be free. No. Free. 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 Your life is not in the bishop or the evangelist. Your life is in your hand. You make that decision. I didn't make the choice for you to get saved. Did I? I can't. Did I make that choice for you to be saved? You made that choice yourself, or no human can make the choice for another person to be saved. And neither can another human change your life. Amen. Same Holy Spirit that manifests mercy and grace to you is the same Holy Spirit that killed God's character in you. Uh, I'm free. I'm set up at night. Lord, Lord, what you call it? Uh-uh. No. I pray for myself. <laughs> See, if you keep your own self straight, you're doing a good job. Hallelujah. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. We grieve the Holy Spirit when we are disobedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, look. You need to stop hanging out with this type of people. Well, they are my friends. Thank me. You need to You need to stop hanging out with these type of people. Because you cannot change them, they're going to change you. Somebody's going to change somebody. There's no way that you hang out with a wicked devil and never change. You are either going to change them or they'll change you. One or the other, somebody's changing. You're going to be you. Disobey that Holy Spirit and I'm grieving. You're going to wind up in destruction. So now you have a situation coming up, you want to trust me, you're going to have a problem. Because you disobey my voice. So what makes you listen to my voice when you have a need? You hear that? What make us 
on why we think that we are, we are listening to the voice of God and following the voice of God just because you have a need. When God told you to stay out of that nightclub, you didn't stay out. When God told you to stop doing all that thing, you didn't stop. You knew it was the voice of God. Now that you have a need, The Bible said, we have this confidence yes. that he would do what he commanded, what he promised us to do because, yes. because, because, because we do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And I get that, as anybody know, but I'm getting to that. When you displease God, you, 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 uh, you lose confidence. Yes. In God anymore. When you start disobeying the Holy Spirit, you lose confidence. Yeah. Now the Bible says, and this is the confidence that we have. Yeah. See, when you lose that confidence, you have no confidence when you go to the throne of grace. Yeah. You lost that confidence because you were so disobedient, displeasing God, and something happened when you displeased God. You lose that confidence. Yeah. And I know God ain't gonna leave my soul in hell. I know that God. Yeah. Because you have a need, but you don't have any confidence that he's going to do it. Yeah.